Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. On this episode, we're going to talk about my first couple of weeks as my own boss. And I'm going to talk about some struggles that I'm having and um, some things that I plan on doing to make them better. So let's get into it. Okay, guys, so it's super exciting because the time has come for me to be my own boss. And I've been wanting this for so long that I just, I can't believe that it's here. And while I was doing all these things to prepare for being able to work on my business full time, uh, it kind of taken a little bit of a left turn. Even if with this episode, I wanted to start off by saying sorry to everybody for the delay in episode release this week just because um, everything that's gone on and everything that's going on it's been a little bit of an issue with me or for me I should say so I'm sorry that it's taken this long to get out Um, I hope that it's still valuable to you guys and I hope that uh, you've been waiting for it so I wanted to start off the episode with talking about pros and cons of this I thought In my mind, there was no cons. There was never going to be any cons. Yeah, it's a little bit scary because I'm doing something that I'm not normally uh, familiar with or or comfortable with or confident with. But I figured that... I figured that it was just going to be all rainbows and sunshine and I was just going to have this great time. Which, a lot of it is. A lot of it I'm having a great time. A lot of it I'm really enjoying as far as... As far as being able to be home and and be with my wife, be with my kids, and just not have to worry about the stresses of being an employee. So, like, some super pros that I've I've witnessed in these past couple weeks. Um, I'm home all the time. I get to go to sleep. I get to put my kids to sleep. I get to go to sleep with my wife. I get to wake up with my wife and kids, um, you know, have breakfast and just enjoy the day and not have the stresses of another job or other people's bullshit, which this last job that I had, there was just so much stress and so much drama that went along with it that it really started to affect me it really started to affect me as in a, as a whole you know i started it started bringing down my my the way i perceive things it started breaking down my attitude it started breaking down my productivity uh, my desire to do much to be honest and so with being home i've been able to just release all that and it's such a different state of mind that you find yourself in when you're able to kind of block out and reject, I guess would be the better word, to reject all that negativity. And once you don't have that in your life, I mean, for me, it's been phenomenal. I can't, I mean, I just can't express it enough how much it's been, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, how I'm able to, how I'm able to have this this happiness of, and this new lease on life, if you will. 
one of the great examples that I had, and this was, uh, I've talked about it in previous episodes, um, about having a tough time being at work and while things are going on at home. It's always been a struggle for me. It's always been a back and forth battle for me. And I think the reason was is because I'm very protective of my family. I'm very, uh, I need to be there. I need to be the one who takes care of the family. I need to one, be the one who's protecting and providing And that's kind of the mindset that I've always had. And so being an employee, it's so hard because I'm doing everything else on everybody else's terms. Meanwhile, trying to attack this idea that I have of being the protector and being the provider and being the person who comforts and, you know, takes care of my babies. So this past couple of weeks, it was really it just really sh- shun, shun a light on it for me. And it just really brightened it up to show that what I did was correct. What I did, it just reaffirmed all of it because I got sick. Literally the day after I quit, I got sick and I don't know what happened, why, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right? So naturally when you're sick and then you're at home and you've got three babies and you have your wife and for being home for the first time, of course they're, you know, they all want to hang out with me. They all want to be around me. So what happens? Everybody got sick. So I'm home. I'm still sick. I'm getting better. I'm trying to work on my business still because I got all this energy because I just quit my job and I'm ready to, you know, change the world. So I'm sitting at my desk. I'm getting my getting most of my work done as I, as I can, because it's hard for me to really sit up at this point. And then everybody gets sick. And then from that point, I was able to shift gears and be the doctor and be the comforter and be the person who can take care of them. And it was such a great feeling because I remember, uh, with our second child, my wife and I, she had real issues with the pregnancy And I had to miss work a lot. And so not only am I I concerned and I'm worried about my wife and her health, I'm worried about the baby and his health. And then now I have to worry about, okay, well, I'm missing a day of work. I'm missing three days of work. I'm missing a week of work. Now, how's my check going to look? Because for the longest time, I've been the sole provider. And so... And obviously my wife is sick and she's, she was pregnant, so she's not going to be at work anyway. But so missing those days, you know, it really, it, it puts an additional stress on me and, and a, a huge stress, you know, because a lot of things with my wife being sick and my, you know, worrying about my son's health and the pregnancy and how everything was going, I could push through all those things. We can push through those things. We could be there for each other and push those through those things. Uh, But when you're talking about money and rent and food and all that shit that comes with not working, it's not really something it's really, well, I won't say that you can't work through it together, but I'm saying it's, it's a lot harder to, it puts a lot more stress and that not only adds stress to me, but that adds stress to my wife. And it's just like this big circle and this big ball of stress. And so this past couple of weeks when my wife, my kids got sick, there was none of that. I was able to just be there and be present and be able to take that time 
with my kids that they needed and take that time with my wife and give her the space so she could relax and recuperate and get healthy. So it was this perfect circle of events that it was like all that fear, all that fear that led up to me quitting my job was all, it all disappeared in this one moment, in this one time. And it's kind of messed up because, you know, obviously my wife and my kids being six, not a great situation, but it was just in that moment, it was like, oh, I did something right. This is so right. Because if I, if I was still working and I had still worked, um, I would have been able, I would have had to miss that work. I would have had to miss that time. I would have not been paid for those days that I wasn't there. And it's such a, it's, it's such a, um, it's such a point that I don't, I, I just don't understand why people keep doing it and why they keep putting themselves in that position. There are so many things that I have missed. There are so many things that uh, my parents have missed or my, my brothers have missed or whatever, you know, whomever is, oh, I got to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's so, it just, as I'm in, in where I'm sitting right now, it baffles me. I just don't get it. I don't understand why people put up with it. But, you know, to each other. That was one of the big pros that I that I was really soaking up these past couple of weeks because it was just something that I've always wanted and it was something I was able to do and I couldn't have been happier. Not to mention like being home and having your kids be so excited that you're home and, and your wife being excited that you're home and it's it's just this big it's just this big celebration and you're just always happy and you're just in it with each other and you guys are just soaking up the moments because for years, you know, I've been working 40 plus hours a week, mostly plus. And so now it goes from extreme one way to extreme the other. And so what happens, you know, your attitudes change from extreme one way to extreme another. And so as my, as my week progressed where I was taking care of the kids and I was taking care of my wife because they were sick my mindset started changing. Like when I first, when I first quit and I started working, I was kicking ass. I was getting shit done. I recorded an episode. I recorded a podcast episode. I edited it and I posted it the same day. I went through hours of work and content in one day. And it was insane. Like it was insane because I was like, how can I you know, I was so worried about time and now I had all this time. I think that kind of rolls a good rolling point into the cons going from, it's the mindset of where I was having no time before having no time for years and always trying to squeeze things in, squeeze a podcast episode and squeeze some work in on my, on my business you know, squeezing the time with my kids and my wife to, to make sure that we are all good and solid as a family, um, to having this abundance of time. And it sounds, you know, it sounds great and it is great and I'm thankful for it. I mean, I could be, I, I'm so grateful for the abundance of time that I've been given, but when you, when you have no time and you switch to an abundance of time, it's really difficult to 
it's really difficult to be able to switch that time or, or that mindset, I should say. So, so let me give you an example. Um, when I had no time, the little time that I had, I had to squeeze in as much as I could. Uh, that means podcast, podcast episodes. That means my, my business, my personal business, making connections, developing relationships. In that small window, I had to do that. And in the first week that I was home, I was doing that in the first part of the day. I was doing that within three or four hours. So could you imagine what I could get done in a 15-hour day? And the thing is, is that because I was so used to maneuvering my schedule around two, three, maybe four hours a day, I had a whole other section of the day that I wasn't able to do or that I, that I wasn't doing anything on because I'd already accomplished everything I needed to before lunch. So then what happens? I'll, t- I'll tell you what happens. All the little bullshit that you do to distract yourself and to fill your time, guess what started creeping into my schedule? All the little bullshit. I'm talking about things that I haven't done in months, months. I'm talking, I, I sat down, I bought a PlayStation game because I was like, well, shit, what am I going to do with the other half? I've already got everything done. I started getting on social media and scrolling aimlessly. Like I was watching, I got lost in YouTube one day where it took three hours of my day and I didn't even know where it went. So I mean, it's kind of a pro and a con, you know, having to be able to have all this time to do something, but then not knowing really how to, to utilize that and to be effective in that is a dangerous thing. And it's, it's been causing me problems. I mean, look for a great example, this very podcast episode, it should have been out last week, but I started those bad habits started creeping around. It started coming full circle. Instead of me developing these great habits and pushing forward and being super productive, I started letting, oh, well, you know, I only have a few hours of work, so I can do that later. Damn, dude, such a dangerous mindset for me. Ugh. And just saying those words right now, it fucking frustrates me and it's it's crazy because I don't understand where that even started coming into play. So there, you know what I mean? It started taking that turn. I didn't know how to get out of it. And I'm still trying to find my own groove. I'm still trying to find this groove that I can balance and I can be okay to say, you know what, kids, daddy's got to work right now. We'll play later. I know you guys want to hang out, but we, you know, daddy's got to do some work. It's so hard for me because as I've talked about in previous episodes, I take being a dad and a husband very, very seriously. It is something that I've been, I mean, I've been a dad for almost 17 years and it's been a hard road and it's been something that I have pushed myself to be the best that I can be. And so to be home and to not stop and play with my kids or not stop and hang out with them or they come in with the most random, odd things to talk about. And for me to not stop and listen to what they have to say, even though it's, you know, m- most of it's gibberish. Most of it's it's bollocks. They just come in because they want to bullshit with me. But 
to be able to not do that is hard for me. It's been a it's been a real uh, challenge. See, and one of the big things right now, um, Sarah and I are doing okay financially. I mean, we're not we're not fucking rich by any means, but we're doing okay where we can be taken care of and we can maintain a certain way of living, which is good. But what I've noticed lately is that I've I've felt this guilt, like. If I'm not out there, if I'm not working and making sure that I've got a paycheck coming in, I get this weird feeling of guilt, like I'm not providing for my family. Even though we do have money to provide for the family, for me, it's like this big weight on my shoulders of guilt that's like, why aren't you out there doing what you're supposed to be doing? You know, you're supposed to be working and providing for your family, and here you are sitting at home being a fucking bum. Instead of doing what you need to do. And even though it's, it might sound ridiculous because, like I said, we do have the money to, to be provided for, I, identifying with that for so long, again, you know, it's just, it's able, it's hard for me to pull away from that. It's hard for me to find a new identity of who I am. And I think a lot of those old feelings of certain things, like being the provider and going, leaving the house and going to work and being gone for 12 hours and then coming home, you know, it's really, it's really difficult for me. And I think that hopefully identifying these things and kind of assessing my, myself and having the self-awareness to look inside and see what I'm doing wrong. Because honestly, like, I felt really, I started beating myself up. I started beating myself up because I was just like, dude, like, you've been home for a couple weeks now. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop fucking around. Get to work. And all these things started coming into the light of what I was doing wrong. Like, I wouldn't say, well, okay, I'm not going to say wrong, but things that I can definitely improve on. And that's the things that I've been trying to do, and those are the things that I've been researching and and um, trying to shift my mind towards. Because I can't, I can't do what I'm doing. I can't continue to be what I'm being right now, and I need to start working towards my goals. The reason I quit, I need to remember my whys. The reason I quit, why I'm doing this, why I need to push for something bigger. So I'm trying to implement some things, and I don't know if they're going to work, but I really wanted to throw them out there for you to see if maybe it sounds logical. Because I don't know. You know, I've never been in this position. I've never had to have this uh, mindset and this this discipline to be able to push myself past, uh, you know, being a bum ass and actually doing some work and getting things done. The first one that I was doing research on, and I it sounded interesting, and I think that it might be beneficial, is as hard as it is for me, setting boundaries. Now, like I was talking about before, like I cannot say it's so hard. It's funny, too, because I'm the disciplinary in our household most of the time. You know, I'm dad. I'm the, the big scary asshole, right? But I'm also a big softie. My kids are like my pressure point. 
So for me, like, don't get me wrong. Like my kids don't misbehave. They don't talk back to me, shit like that. Right. But like I was talking about before, I'll be in the, my bedroom, I'll be working, the door will be closed and my son will come in and be like, daddy, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then I'm distracted and then I'll just like hang out with him. So I think, um, setting boundaries is going to be difficult, but I think that it's also beneficial to be like, look, when daddy, you know, from this time to this time, when the doors close, you know, daddy needs to get work done. Um, even with my wife, you know, being able to set those boundaries with my wife and being like, Hey, you know, I need this time. I need to sit here and actually work and, you know, get stuff done for the day. Once I get the big major things done, then I can play and hang out. Part of that is the, what rolls into that is this thing called time blocking. So from my understanding of this time blocking situation is that you take the top three things that are most important that you need to get done right away and you set time aside, obviously, right? It sounds pretty self-explanatory, but what I found interesting about it is that people say that you don't time block for as long as you might think. Um, Half an hour chunks, I guess, are recommended, which is good because for me, I think starting off small and, and being able to take these just half an hour increments and really kick ass in those half an hour is something that I think is going to be really helpful to me. That way, if something happens, I need to take a break or the kids are whining about this or whatever the situation may be, I have this half an hour where I can ignore it and then I can get shit done and then take a break if need be or push on to something else. So I think time blocking is going to be huge for me. Um, I'm going to let you guys know how it goes in, in later episodes, but for right now, I think this is something I need to put into put into effect. And I think the overall thing with all of these ideas is just organization. It's so simple to get disorganized. It's so simple to uh, just let life happen, you know? It's so much easier for me to sit here and sleep until 7, 30, 8 o'clock and be a bum piece of shit, not go to the gym, uh, not sit down and actually get my work done and actually put in real time or, you know, not be present with my kids and not be present with my wife. It's so easy to just be, and especially right now, like we don't have many stresses, so it's just so easy to just be. And I feel that (laughs) organizing... Oh, okay. I said it right. I feel that organizing my life to be optimal is the best way. I'm going to start implementing organization. I just think that all this, all this chaos needs some sort of boundary to it. And one of the big things that I'm doing is keeping my eye on the big picture. Now, a lot of people say that they focus on their why, they focus on, you know, whatever, right? But for me, I need to focus on the bigger picture. I need to focus on, it's not just my why of providing for my kids and doing this and doing that. It's the level of success I want in my life. And I know a lot of people say success and they think of it in uh, financial terms or monetary terms, but for me, it's not just the money. It's not just a certain dollar amount and I'll be happy and I'll be, you know, whatever, right? 
For me, it's so much more. It's my happiness. It's the joy that I bring to other people. It is money. It is the things that I'm able to provide for my family and be able to take care of my family. And so I think keeping my ideas and my focus on that will push me way farther because I'm never going to reach perfection. But if I keep a great goal and a great big picture at the end of the tunnel and I'm always running towards that, I can't lose. So I hope this episode was kind of... uh, Revealing a little bit to why um, I've been sucking these past couple weeks, but I hope that maybe there are some tips in there that might be beneficial to you guys. So I'm going to be gone. I've taken a business trip tomorrow. I'll be gone till Saturday. Uh, that'll be the 14th of March. So depending on whenever you're listening to this, but I will be releasing an episode Monday. I will be back Saturday night. I will bust my ass all Sunday, and I will get back on it. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate all the support, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.